This week's message, given by Pastor Stephen Young at the Sunny United Methodist Church, September 5th, 2021. The message is A Homecoming in a Restless World, based on Luke 15, 11-24. Uh, here's a story. A young man stood staring at a large clock hanging on the wall of the church. When the pastor approached him, the young man asked, what's this pastor? Those are the names of the church members who died in the service, the pastor replied. And the two men stood there silently before the clock for a moment. And the young man broke the silence and asked this question, which service? 9 a.m. or 11 a.m.? That was a joke, by the way. I have to remind you every week, it sounds like. Yeah. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back. We welcome you uh, back to our sanctuary. We're very excited to have you back to our uh, contemporary and traditional services, 9 and 11, though we enjoyed much the blended uh, combined service for the last almost eight months. A huge shout-out to the ministry of our worship and digital team and all the worship volunteers and those who work behind the scenes. Thank you. Let us pray. Oh God, may the words of my mouth and meditations of my heart be acceptable to you, our rock, our redeemer. As we listen to the words of Scripture, open our hearts and minds and to hear what you have to say about us. God of homecoming, come to us and lead us and guide us in this restless world. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So as we celebrate Homecoming Sunday this morning, I would like us to think about... Um, the meaning of home and homecoming in, in light of the gospel story in Luke 15, the parable of a prodigal son. As demonstrated by the video we just watched, the home could mean the different things to different people. Though we heard some common themes that define what a home is. What about to you, friends? What about to you? What does home mean to you these days? Those, the notion of home is about the place you feel safe and comfortable, where you feel connected to the people you love and care for. Some people say that home holds all their favorite things and all their favorite, favorite people in one place. It's where you can spend the whole day in your pajamas watching Netflix or even our Sunday worship. Others say that it's about having cool, smooth sheets, but also feeling free to make a mess. A home is the place you retreat to for peace from this frantic, restless world. A world that doesn't know how to stop and rest. What does a homecoming mean, mean to this restless world? People assume that home is an understood concept, 
and source of universally positive feelings. However, that's not always the case. For some people, home brings negative and mixed feelings. Especially for those who grew up in a broken, abusive home, home is not really a loving, supportive environment. The home is far from heaven. Their memory of home is of a traumatic, violent, abusive situation from which escaping and running away is the best course of action for their safety and well-being. And we are painfully aware of that. What would a homecoming mean to those who have never had a proper, safe home in the first place? In recent times, the home has become a more complicated notion, not only because of our encounter, everyday encounter with our homeless fellow citizens, but also because of the great increase in refugees and asylum seekers and the victims of natural disaster, even in the U.S. It's just heartbreaking to see some of those who lost their homes because of natural disaster, because of, their, uh, because of the hurricane. And we're going to do things we can do support, support them along the way as a church. What does homecoming mean to those who have lost their home or don't feel like there's a place to, to come to? One day Jesus was telling a story about the homecoming a, of a young man we often called prodigal son. We know it was his decision to leave home, to leave his father's house. Perhaps he believed that life with his family was too restrictive and limiting for his fun-loving free spirit. So he went to his dad and demanded his share of his family estate. He wanted it all and he wanted it immediately. Having money in hand, excitement in his soul, this young man had it away from his father's house. Perhaps he felt liberated initially. I mean, he could do what he wanted to do and be who who he wanted to be without his father's influence or pressure, but undisciplined and dissipated. He wasted everything he had. To make it worse, there was a severe famine throughout the country, and, and he began to feel it. One day he was so hungry, he, he would have eaten the corn cobs and the pig slop, but no one would give him anything. His body, mind, and soul became devastated and restless. In verse 17, of, uh, in, the, in today's gospel reading, he says, that brought him to his senses. That brought him to his senses. This is a critical part to understand the story Jesus tells. That brought him to his senses. All he wanted to do now was to go back home to his father's house. He truly expected nothing. For the first time in his life, he realized significant value of being home and being in his father's house. So he set his course toward home. As we hear this story, this familiar story, 
Many of you have not feel, may not feel resonated with this young man, the prodigal son. You might have never run away from home, from your parents. You have never broken your parents' hearts the way this young man did, well, at least in your opinion. Whether you have a story about running away from your home, your parents, whether you have a positive feelings about home or not, there are moments in your life when you are brought to your senses that you need a place to come to, that you need a place to leave from and return and feel welcome and warm. For better or worse, by presence or absence, a home is a crucial point of reference in our memory and feeling, imagination, because it's a place where we write a story of ourselves, our lives. It's a place where we understand our place in time. We might have called many places home as we move around. For me, I moved probably uh, 13 times for the last 15 or 16 years. I moved a lot. But most likely, there's a one place and time that stands out as best. When we picture home in our mind, that, that's it. We would always like to be able to come home there. This isn't just about a physical space, of course. It's more about a vital, intimate connection you experience there. A home is a vital link through which we connect with others, with the world, and with God. A home is, a, a home is a, where we experience those intimate relationships. Of course, it's not perfect. A home we experience in our world has its own limitations and flows. As we discuss the value of home, we must not lose sight of the fact that the brokenness of this world it reaches into every soul and, of course, therefore, into every home. Our ultimate hope lies not within the boundaries of a picket fence, but in the Lord who is our dwelling place, as sung by the psalmist in Psalm 90, verse 1. I don't know about you, but sometimes I realize that we are like this young man in the gospel story. Living the comfort of God's home, thinking we deserve better, we deserve more. But like this older brother who felt that he deserved better and he deserved more. Wherever we are now in our lives, in our spiritual journey, whoever we identify ourselves with in this particular Bible story, we are all in the journey of homecoming in this regard. We are all on our way to true home found in the Lord who loves homecoming of his children, a Lord who, 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 who feels joyful and is thrilled to see their children coming back. We know the rest of the story. It's incredibly beautiful and touching. As this wayward son neared home, his dad ran out and met him with open arms of love, mercy, and grace. He gave him gifts and prepared a big party for him. There were no lectures, no sermon, no, I, I've told you so. No condemnation, no judgments. Only joy. 
only welcome. The son who had wandered, drifted, rejected home was back again, and that's all that mattered now for the father. From his dead, we see the loving heart of our God. My hope and prayer are that each of you here and those of you are worshiping home are always brought to your senses that true home is in the Lord. A true home is in the Lord. Because all of our, of the God of all places and people are not bound by walls and contained by addresses or limited by borders and barriers. Friends, I hope you also remember this church is your home away from home. I pray that you may find this family of faith, your spiritual home in this restless world. A place to come to, a place to leave from with the assurance of peace and comfort and hope in Christ. I found this poem entitled Homecoming in a blog for women clergy. And it was inspired by the book of Isaiah, chapter 51, I mean 55, verses 1 through 11. And I'd like to close my message with it. It goes like this. Home is a place of rest. My home is in the Lord. Home is a sense of peace. My home is in the Lord. Home is a generous welcome. My home is in the Lord. Home is a refuge, an open table. My home is in the Lord. Home is an end to eternal longing. My home is in the Lord. Open our eyes to see ourselves at home in you, wherever we are, whatever our experiences. Teach us to recognize our neighbors as our fellow travelers and cohabitants. Alive together in you through Jesus Christ. Amen.